Don José Vizquerra, President and CEO for O3 Mining and multi-million gold ounce company uh, with projects in development. And we are right now at the Gold Summit, Beaver Creek, Vail, Colorado. QC, Jose, um, th thanks for joining us from uh, sunny Beaver Creek. Um, we thought we'd try and catch up with you before you get into all of those meetings you've got lined up for the next three days. Um, Pre-feasibility study from Marban has come out. Do you want to give us the headline numbers? Yes, we're extremely excited. We have uh, over $463 million net present value at a 5% discount rate with an unlevered IRR of 23%. If we use levered IRR, that goes over 40%, which is fantastic. Right, exa exactly. Okay, so um, payback in three and a half years, um, not, not too bad. ASIC under 900. Um, however, the market That's doesn't fantastic. seem... It is fantastic. ASIC under three 900 is fantastic. Let's not yeah. underpin it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and 160, over 160,000 ounces a year uh, annual uh, average annual gold production. That puts you up into a, a kind of mid-tier bracket um, of, of producers. You know, when you get that, like obviously remind ourselves it's a pre-feasibility study, but the numbers look good. However, you haven't seen that reaction in the marketplace. What's going on? It's just a sentiment on gold. Uh, this is back to gold. When gold is running, people are caring. We were only a one back 60 um, four weeks ago when people care about gold. People don't care about gold, things come down. Uh, as soon as the markets start to pick up, and remember, this is cyclical. We cannot be distracted by the share price. We have to be focusing on what we can execute and where we can execute. And that's what we do. Okay, but do you th what, are, what are people concerned about here? Because you know, you're, it's a hundred buck company now and you've got a capex, I'm staring at it, 435 million bucks. And how, how do you begin to finance that project? Well, financing, there is different alternatives, but I mean, assuming that we can work together with uh, other producers in the area, uh, for example, Canadian Malartic, that will bring down our capex from uh, where we are on $435 million to the order of, let's say worst case scenario, $200 million. If that is the case, $100 million is financing debt and the other $100 million is being equity from where we have $80 million in the bank. Assuming that some of our equities goes up, then probably we don't have to finance anything. We don't have to go and, and, and look for any equity. So I think the market is missing this optionality in the project that makes the project to levels of over 60% IRR if, uh, if, if, if we can work together with, uh, with our company. Right, but what do you mean by that when you say work work with? Why does it suddenly go from 435 to 200 million? Are you talking about tolling? Yeah, you take the ore from one side to the other without having to build a tailing facility, without having to build a plant, without having to build a bunch of infrastructure that it's in place. And that gives us the opportunity to reduce in capex and to maximize value for shareholders. So what is a very worst case scenario here, Matthew? Um, really is that someone comes and takes us over right now uh, at these prices at 30%, which is what has been the median. Uh, that's a very worst case scenario. Uh, second worst case scenario is that we have to build our plant and we're gonna be making $400 million, which is essentially four times from where we are right now. In fact, if we take out the cash, it's like more. And, uh, and, and the best scenario is that we work collaboratively with, uh, with other producers um, and we are certainly looking for different alternatives. Right, and you've also got the rest of your portfolio here. So you, you've got to work out what are you going to do with your cash. As, as you say, you could stick you could stick with Marban and work this thing through the phases. You're going to burn through some cash during that period, what one would expect to in terms of the economic studies and so forth. But it is a good 
cash producer for you. Is that a reality or do you have to bring along the other children with you? No, but that's mostly finance. Remember, we just did a financing only uh, four weeks ago. So we incorporated $18 million thinking on the feasibility. So uh, all that drilling, it's already uh, in, embedded in the company. So right now, essentially, investors are buying cash with the option to have a project that is worth between 400 and $600 million. <laughs> that's, that's kind of crazy when you put it like that. Um, they're buying cash uh, with the option of, of, of a mine. Uh, a mining company on the side. Um, okay, so we've been focused on on Marban, and clearly that's the one that the PFS has come out on. And I appreciate you've raised the eighteen point seven million recently, but um, you've got all of these other projects going on which have some value, uh, you know, attached to them. So, or, or, or perhaps not. I mean, how, how do you view it? So, first of all, um, how do we add immediate value? And those are with finding ounces close to Marvin that will be adding into the 10-year mine life that we have right now, year 12, year 14, year 16. So we have to focus in increments of two years. And what we're doing right now is trying to build more resources around that. And we are in the verge. Like, that's going to happen. Next year, we're going to put out a new resource where we're going to be adding more ounces. And every 160,000 ounces that it's added adds $50 million in the net present value. So you make your math. If we end up finding um, another million ounces, this uh, this project is pretty much double. Right, okay. So you're, you're starting to get a sense of what it is that you've got there. And again, it's, it's a PFS, right? So it's early stages. You're starting to get a sense of- No, 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 it's not, no, no, it's not, not early stage. That's not the case because with a pre-feasibility, pre you have everything in measure and indicated. I, I understand, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. It's like, how, how do you choose how to play this? How do you choose to accelerate this through the economic study phases to a point where you, you've got, you're ready to make an investment decision? How do you, or do you look for a strategic, because this is significant. It's, it, today's number is 160,000 ounces. That's meaningful. Um, you can, yeah, you can add another million ounces and double it. You can, you can do lots of things to make it very attractive to a mid-tier, which could bring in a lot of um, capital to your business to then maybe move the other projects on. Because it's a kind of portfolio approach you've got in, in, in a way where you've got you know, meaningfully advanced projects, but at the same time, you're navigating these choppy waters of, of the precious metals market at the moment. So I'm, I'm, I'm and, and I imagine you're constantly reassessing. So how, how, how are you reassessing this? Well, I think, first of all, we are going to move to a feasibility study by, with the money that we have. From the feasibility, we go into all the permitting process. And in that moment, um, with the feasibility, the idea is to have the financing ready. So where the financing could come, debt and equity. Worst case scenario, a dilution of $200 million in equity. Best scenario, um, having to use a facility from, uh, from another company. And second best scenario, we just team up with a private equity. I mean, this project will be built regardless. Is that, is that a realistic option for you here? Because if, if I look at the, if, I'm a, if I'm a private equity firm, I'm looking at this thing and I'm, you know, I believe the numbers that you're, you're talking to me about, I, I would want to come and take you out tomorrow because there's a lot of money to make, but you've, you've got a, you know, you, you've got a responsibility to your shareholders. You are a big shareholder um, and you've got to play this the public market way. So it, 
I'm just kind of, no, just, but you're not going to sell it. You're not going to sell it to the private equity. You're going to work together to build it, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so there is a, there is a middle ground where the private equity may take fifty percent of the project, and then the rest is finance. There is another option where the market sentiment changes by January next year, and then we go back to three bucks, and then the dilution is minimal, and you're financed. And uh, as you continue to bring this project forward, uh, it will urge. Uh, the other competitors to to do something because one thing we know uh, and everyone knows and uh, and they have even been public saying that and it's can even Malartic run run out of ore by 2027 uh, for the mill that they have and it's one single mill they have one single line where they work so once they turn on the energy it is the same to process 20,000 tons and to process 60,000 tons so that means that if you're going to be processing worst case scenario 30,000 tons you're going to be losing energy for 30,000 tons. You're going to leave it there? I don't think so. That means like 50 or $60 million a year. I'd rather process the from someone else. And I'm going to be ready by 2026. Right. So in the, the, the timing kind of works there. But you know, again, it, it's a case of your best. Thing. And not only that, the, you, you, you may have the question and tell me, okay, but they can process someone else or... I am the only one with a pre-feasibility right now. No one else has a pre-feasibility. No one else will have a feasibility next year. And no one will have the permits by 2026. Right. So is it a gentleman's agreement? Is that, would that, be, is, uh, is that the best thing? Or do you make yourself defensible? Or do they come and take you out as, say, a 30% premium? I mean, how do and these decisions get control made? That. Yeah, right. Okay, exactly. Well, that, that will be a decision made by Franklin Templeton, by Merck, and by uh, Osisco, deciding if they want to sell or not. And my family, and I think the answer at these prices will be no. Yeah, no, I I, know, I understand I understand the, um, the the complexity of of that, and the, I, I didn't realize the timing if, fitted so so well. Our, our story is a story that if someone wants to make money in two months and make fifty percent, that's not going to happen. But it's a story, and if you put your money right now and you're willing to wait for a year or maybe three years, you might be making between fifty. And 200%. Right. So if you look at your peers, if you look at peers more, more, more broadly, um, they're being valued at what? I mean, proper peers, not people you want to be like, but people in, in your position with what the PFS t- is telling the market, what should a company like that be valued at? Well, right now, companies are being valued at half their, uh, their net present value or even less. In our cases, we are at 25%, like 0.25%. So I think we, we have a fair amount of uh, re-rate to happen there. Right. That, 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 that's you guys. And I know it's a difficult one to, to answer, but you would, look to, you would advise people to look at which companies to be able to get, do their own diligence. Well, I, I really tend to focus on what we do, not uh, what other people do. Uh, we are in a very particular jurisdiction. Uh, we're the only one in the main Val d'Or, uh, 12 kilometers from two major mines. So I think it would be unfair to compare others to where we are in our position. Okay. And so, so tell me this. We saw Marathon recently put out, um, uh, obviously nowhere near you, but put out a new economic study. Um, their costs went through the roof. They were like 40% over the previous economic study. The market reacted quite badly um, to that. Do you see this inflationary environment continuing? 
Um, or do you see, are you starting to see signs that it is slightly reducing or sort of subsiding in somewhat? I, that's a very difficult question to answer. I think it has gone up uh, quite a bit. Uh, it may continue to go up. In our cases, it was mitigated by better recoveries. So um, that was, that was a, a nice change that we saw by doing the proper work. And uh, listen, if inflation keeps going up uh, and uh, creates this stress and creates instability, uh, then maybe by first quarter next year, gold will be ripping. And um, if, if we are only thinking about inflation and only thinking about what the central bank in the United States can do, there is no doubt at uh, this moment that that could happen. Right. Okay. I, I guess you, you've, you've done you've done the work to mitigate any kind of um, cost increases from the PA through through to now. Um, that's in your control. The markets are not. Um, what's next for you guys? What do you do now? Feasibility and get the permits and uh, decision to build it either by ourselves, together with a private equity, or in conjunction with another major company. I know it sounds super cocky, but it's, it, it is what it is. And uh, we're in a very good position. This is a project that is solid like a rock, and this is a fantastic opportunity for investors to come in. You know, if you're going to buy and you don't want to lose, this is a time where you should buy. Simple as that. Okay. Jose, look, I know it's, um, it's uh, getting late there. Your, your meetings to be had. Um, and also, this has uh, been a little, quite a, a, a dodgy line that we've been speaking from. So, Hopefully, um, you have a great rest of the, um, the conference there. Uh, good luck with your meetings and uh, let us know how you get on, okay? Thank you very much for your time, Matt. Cheers.